Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We pray the blood of Jesus over pediatric cancer. We pray for Pastor Joshua and his Kenya church for the work that he is doing. He has a large harvest with 80% of the community unsaved. Father, bless his work and his church family and the unsaved souls he will reach through your word. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the faithful and true witness, Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, it was my initial prayer to go worldwide with this ministry, and Pastor Joshua in Kenya is the first international response. Continue to pray for him and his ministry. As we continue our study of those who have been betrayed in the Bible, this week I want to start in Judges 16 and 4, where Samson meets Delilah. Delilah's name means feeble, which is quite a contrast to Samson's name, which means like the sun. My friends, the strength of Samson does not match up with the feebleness of Delilah. Parents, tell your sons and daughters to make sure that the companion they have chosen was God-sent. Too often, people fall for the beauty on the outside and miss the evil on the inside. Samson loved Delilah, but Delilah loved money as she was enticed with silver to learn the secret of Samson's strength. The key to Samson's strength came from the blessing of the Lord, as mentioned in Judges 13:24. Folks, when you receive the blessing of the Lord, the enemy is poised to disrupt that blessing. When you stay within the shadow of his blessing, fine. As soon as you get boastful and pride sets in, you are headed for a fall. Listen to Samson's fall as he did not guard his heart. The Philistines offered Delilah 1,100 pieces of silver each to betray Samson. Delilah asked Samson three times what was the source of his strength, and three times Samson lied to her. My brothers and sisters in Christ, how many times does it take for a person to realize that they are being set up? We are to use godly wisdom to discern the thoughts and intentions of others. We can only be wise by establishing a relationship with the Spirit of God who will teach you all things. Samson originally had that type of relationship, but Samson's relationship slowly eroded while his love for Delilah increased. Men, you know you're in trouble when the woman in your life tries to kill you three times and you love her even more. After relentless torment and nagging from Delilah, Samson finally told her the secret of his strength. His hair had never been cut as he was a Nazarite in service to God. My comrades for Christ, when you vow to serve God and God blesses you, then you break that vow to God. He is under no obligation to continue to bless you like before. Delilah betrays Samson by cutting his hair while he slept. Judges 16.20b is the truth of the story. It says, But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Folks, when you are in right relationship with the Holy One of Israel, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Samson chose the love of a sinful person over the God that had blessed him. Let's not make that same mistake. 
My friends, after crossing into the promised land, Joshua died and the Israelites fell into a pattern of straying away from God, being placed into subjection by the people they were told to wipe out, and they didn't. Then they cried to the Lord. He would send a Savior in the form of a judge. They would repent for a short time, then start the pattern all over again. The second judge over Israel was Ehud, and we read his story in Judges chapter 3, verses 12 through 30. Israel had fallen into sin and was under the servitude of Eglon, king of Moab. The Israelites were in bondage 18 years before they cried out to the Lord. Now in those days, the subjects would have to pay tribute to the king, and on this day, Ehud went with the people who carried the tribute. After delivering the tribute to King Eglon, Ehud told the king that he had a secret message from God. The king put everyone out of the room, and Ehud betrayed the king by stabbing him in Judges 3, verse 21. Judges 3.22 says that he was so fat that the fat closed around the blade and the handle. My friends, when your enemy comes bearing gifts, watch out for the extra gift. Now here's a unique betrayal found in Acts 20, verses 7 through 12. As Paul preached a six-hour sermon causing a young man named Eutychus to fall asleep. My Christian companions, the word of God is good for the ears and the heart, but six hours? Now I've set Great Ministries podcast to a maximum of 15 minutes so that you would keep your interest level high while soaking in the word of God. But Paul betrayed the young man by speaking so long, causing him to fall asleep. Friends, I've seen people fall asleep in church right after the praise and worship. They must be suffering from exhaustion after dancing and praising the Lord. Folks, when you fall asleep on the preacher, you are betraying them by not praying as they preach. Eutychus not only falls asleep, but he falls out of the third story window and is killed. But thank God, Paul brought him back to life. In 2 Kings 25 verses 11 through 26, the Babylonians had sent the best captives to Babylon. They killed the royal family and left the poor and the weak in Judah. The king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, appointed Gedaliah governor over the remaining people. Gedaliah played the part of a diplomat in 2 Kings 25 and 24 by reassuring the remaining people not to be afraid of the Babylonian officials, to settle down, and to serve the king of Babylon. And if everyone does this, it will all go well. My friends, it didn't go well for Gedaliah. A short time later, he was betrayed by his own people and assassinated. Evidently, the remaining Jews did not like a fellow Jew working for their oppressors. In Paul's second letter to Timothy, he wrote it from a prison cell in Rome and records three names who betrayed him by leaving. In 2 Timothy 1.15, he writes, This you know that all those in Asia have turned away from me among whom are Phagellus and Homogenes. My friends, here are two names written in the Bible because they were unfaithful to Paul. Another name that Paul mentions is Demas in 2 Timothy 4, verse 10, saying that he has forsaken me, loving this present world. My brothers and sisters, Paul was in trouble, serious trouble, and his fellow workers in the ministry left him in his time of need. That's why the Holy Spirit will prompt you to check on your pastor. 
Now they're praying for you and you should be praying for them and checking on them. My comrades for Christ, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were religious sects within Judaism during the time of Christ. Both groups honored Moses and the law and both groups had political power. In Numbers 11:16, the Lord told Moses to gather 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting and let them take their stand there with you. In Jesus' time, the 70 men, along with the high priest, made up the great Sanhedrin. This was the supreme court of ancient Israel. Since the Sanhedrin was made up of two groups with fundamental differences in their doctrine, they did not get along. They betrayed the people of Israel with their interpretations. The Sadducees rejected the belief in the resurrection of the dead. They also did not believe in angels. The Pharisees believed in the oral traditions were equal to the word of God in authority. And they believed in the resurrection as well as angels. Matthew 22:23 records these words. The same day Sadducees came to him who say there is no resurrection and they ask him a question. Friends, this question for Jesus was asked in verse 28 of Matthew 22. They asked Jesus whose wife of the seven brothers who had died would she be in heaven? One after another, each brother died and the next brother would marry her. Seven brothers, seven marriages, seven deaths, one wife. Jesus gives us an answer about heaven, saying there is no marriage in heaven, in verse 30 of Matthew 22, just like the angels. Jesus mentioned the angels because the Sadducees did not believe in them. Then he shoots down their theory of no resurrection by quoting the Torah, the only books the Sadducees accepted. It says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Folks, if Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not live on, God would have said, I was the God of Abraham. I am denotes the eternal one. And if he is the eternal one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then they must be alive. Case closed. In Mark 7 and 8, Jesus tells the Pharisees, you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. So this is the background of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and we see why they wanted to kill the Lord of glory. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word, proving over and over again that betrayal is right around the corner. Teach us to be on guard for wolves who come dressed in sheep's clothing. In the name of our high priest, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.